0: Hello, everyone. Hope you're well. I hope you're finding some time to bask in peace during this season. I wanted to share this while it was still fresh in my memory and heart, and trying to put this on paper does not seem to do it justice. So I wanted to share it with you, and, and I title this A Size Four Boot to the Heart. The town that I work for, there is a children's home that provides shelter, healing, and safety to some children that have been through it, that have experienced some true hardship that none of us would dare um, want to go through. So these folks work to provide a safe environment to heal these children and walk with them and get them prepared for adoption um, even through fostering and then to adoption So these kids can range from age six up to 16 I think that that live at the home um, so this place has been on my heart for a while reached out to the folks and through collaborative efforts of private donors through, work and some of my social circles, we were able to provide assistance to 10 kids, uh, five boys and five girls at Christmas time to provide them with some Christmas joy, as I like to call it. Each kid had a list of wants. The wants could range from a skateboard to a flaming hot Cheetos hoodie Um, toys, stuffed animals, and then there were also needs that the counselors at the home would put down, like they needed winter boots, and they needed a coat, or some socks and underwear. So as I received these lists and and started working through them and and kind of, um, well, looking through the lists and what these kids asked for initially, it really pulled at my heart some of the things that these sweet kids were asking for. you know, items that we would think, um, are just quote things, but to them, it's a little piece of hope to make their life a little better, um, to help them get through some of this stuff, you know, and even some of these sweet kids asking for stuffed animals, you know, little matchbox cars, just to provide them with a sense of hope, which is amazing to think about because sometimes in our abundance, we don't, relish the small things or or things that we would call trivial um, this is hope for them i'll also say i've been very impressed with the generosity of folks in my life that while i won't minimize the impacts impact that covid has had on people financially I don't want to minimize that, but even the folks that I associate with, we still have an abundance of resources to share. So I've been very impressed with the heart and attitude of people that have shared in this process. Last weekend, my wife and I went to wrap up a few of the lingering items on the list. I was very pleased we were able to get everything that these kids needed and asked for. Um, There was also residual cash that we were able to provide the home they would use for assistance and other means. Went shopping, um, you know, just in the busyness of the season that we all get into. and was on mission to find a girl's size four snow boot. And, um, you know, when we found them, I I was a little taken back, like almost like, is this it? Um, Because they were very small. Um, And as it started to kind of make sense to me, it all kind of clicked at that moment where everything that I know what we were working and striving for, but this moment caught me off guard that these little tiny feet, size 4, and if if you're not familiar, maybe next time look and see what a size 4 snow boot looks like, how tiny it is, um, girl size, and I just, I had a moment. My heart felt like it burst and everything kind of flooded in um, as I reconciled that this little child, 6 years old, 7, these little tiny feet, what they had been through and what they had seen in such a short time. And I say that the kids at this home, they they don't get there by accident. Um, These kids have been more than likely traumatized, abused, left to their own. No biological family wants them or is in a position, maybe mentally on their own to take care of them. So it's almost like a last resort, last hope type of thing. But I kept thinking those little size four shoes. And then it was like one of those movie flashbacks as I'm thinking about some little nameless girl. Well, she's not nameless, but someone that I didn't know immediately flashed back to my kids at that age, at that tender age when we would bundle them up you know, with all these snow suits and scarves and hats and coats, and they were so puffy their arms couldn't, you know, rest at their side, let alone pair of, put on a pair of boots, so we had to help. And I just had that moment of remembering doing that with my kids, helping their little feet into those tiny snow boots. And they'd look up at you, or I'd look down at them, however we were sitting, and just even what a sweet moment that was to reflect upon in my life enjoying that time with children and taking them outside and just kind of basking in winter's beauty. And then in a small way, a caretaker at that home will lovingly put that shoe on, on that little kid. It's, it's a material item, but it's also something that provides a, a bit of normality to their chaotic life. They go through, um, their education process at this, at this home. There's also counselors there. I mean, everything that they need is there at this facility. So I, I, again, couldn't get over just the little feet. These little items that we were able to share is a way that we were able to lavishly love on these kids And offered some hope through material items that hopefully takes their mind off of some of their pain. And at the very minimum, these items are a tangible way to offer these gifts in a way to say, hey, there is someone that cares about you. Paul David Tripp, um, in my Advent reading today, I took away this quote to share as it relates to this, and it's almost why we do what we do and why we're motivated to offer hope and kindness, and the quote is, it's not enough to say that Jesus came to give grace to us, No, Jesus is God's redeeming grace given to those who without him would have no hope in life or in death. That hope, that redeeming grace, that's why we get up in the morning. That's why we put others above ourselves. That's why our heart is open to a size four little boot that rocks our world. I was so glad that we could participate in this, and I was so thankful of the generosity. Um, I know where the motivation came from, but then to sit and review it is a whole other thing. How ten lives, not by me, by the generosity of others to really instill in them that they matter, that they count. That someone is thinking of them. That in the midst of all the chaos, there is hope. And I'm so thankful for places like that. I'm so thankful that individuals and churches and corporations support things like this. For those that are on the fringe of society. To work at a place like that. Those full-time employees at that, that home. They're not doing this to get rich. They're not doing it to build credentials, to, you know, move on to bigger and better things. They are motivated by love. They are motivated to lavishly love those children and stand in place and be a quasi mother or father to those precious souls. And again, as we reflect on this time of year, where we're at. As a world, as a nation, as a state, as a country, as a town. Think. When we, when we break bread with our family during this season, we contemplate that radical grace, and we contemplate how we can show that radical grace to other people around us. That is where life springs forth abundantly. Where there is no more self, There is no more me. It's they. It's them. It's us. And I think the more that we focus on others and we focus on the trivial things that we consider to be a bad day, how blessed we are, how fortunate we are. There is no accident. It's this intentional time and place that we're in. So be encouraged. Find ways to have your heart broken and opened up and see those, those recesses within your own soul and heart and think about those times where you were a little child, where you were a kid with the anticipation of what might be under the tree. And many of us were fortunate to live in homes and be raised in environments and circles where there was no doubt that there was something nice under the tree for us. We didn't have to worry about where the next meal came from or whose house we're going to stay at next or who's going to take care of us. And as we reflect on the goodness that's been given to us, How can we share that again with another? So if I don't speak to you before Christmas, I want to leave with these these parting words. It's from a Christmas carol, Charles Dickens. For it is good to be children sometimes, and never better than at Christmas, when its mighty founder was a child himself. May you be blessed in this season. May your heart be opened to love. May your heart be open to be broken to those things that grieve others and how we can be a blessing to others. I hope you're well and take care.